Henceforth, no effort of mine, no piteous cry or agonized entreaty, would make them even look at me. They resolutely turned away. The lighter wagons contained great square boxes with handles of thick rope. These were evidently empty by the ease with which the Slovaks handled them, and by their resonance when they were roughly moved. When they were all unloaded and packed in a great heap in one corner of the yard, the Slovaks were given some money by the Sagani, and, spitting on it for luck, lazily went each to his horse's head. Shortly afterwards, I heard the crackling of their whips die away in the distance. 24th of June Last night the Count left me early and locked himself into his own room. As soon as I dared I ran up the winding stair and looked out of the window which opened south. I thought I would watch for the Count, for there is something going on. The Sagani are quartered somewhere in the castle and are doing work of some kind. I know it, for now and then I hear a faraway muffled sound, as of mattock and spade, and whatever it is, it must be the end of some ruthless villainy. I had been at the window somewhat less than half an hour when I saw something coming out of the Count's window. I drew back and watched carefully, and saw the whole man emerge. It was a new shock to me to find that he had on the suit of clothes which I had worn whilst travelling here, and slung over his shoulder the terrible bag which I had seen the women take away. There could be no doubt as to his quest, and in my garb too. This, then, is his new scheme of evil, that he will allow others to see me, as they think, so that he may both leave evidence that I have been seen in the towns or villages, posting my own letters, and that any wickedness which he may do shall by the local people be attributed to me. It makes me rage to think that this can go on, and whilst I am shut up here, a veritable prisoner, but without that protection of the law which is even a criminal's right and consolation.' 